Welcome, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us. This is uh, John Rubinetti from, uh, from Fiserv here. I am our Senior Vice President and General Manager of our Commercial Middle Market segment, and uh, excited to be here with uh, our partner, HealthPay24. This is our second episode in a uh, three-part series on managing the revenue cycle journey. Um, in our first episode, uh, we talked about it from the perspective of healthcare providers. Today, we will look at it from the patient's perspective and what they expect when it comes to paying their healthcare-related bills. Um, today, from HealthPay24, I have uh, Fred Sheffield, the Chief Revenue Officer. Um, and uh, Fred, why don't you take a minute and uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Hey, John, thanks. I really appreciate you inviting us to participate today. Um, yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, I've been working in healthcare industry now, I guess, for over 20 years and really focused on improving the patient experience. Um, and, you know, over the last 20 years, I, I've seen a, a ton of change, especially in regards to the way that we treat patients more as consumers um, and really how it's super important to um, engage them in ways that they live their everyday lives. And, and we've been doing that for a while here at HealthPay24. And, uh, you know, this started back in our inception in 2001 when we uh, developed the first uh, payment and cash management solution for providers. And uh, we were actually the industry first in that. And then we followed that up in 2009 uh, with the industry's first patient engagement platform. So we provided the first opportunity for a patient to actually go online and pay their bill. And now just this year, we're, we're super excited that we've had the opportunity to complete that consumer journey by rounding out our platform, by introducing what we call retail. And John, hopefully today, as we, as we go through this discussion, uh, we'll have a chance to share the importance of this and, and how it relates to the complete uh, patient payment journey. So uh, again, thanks for having us. Great. Thanks, Fred. And I'm excited for you to join us and you bring a tremendous amount of experience and, and, uh, and knowledge of this industry. So I, I, uh, I hope our listeners um, really uh, benefit from that. So let's jump right in, Fred. Um, first question is really, you know, how can a healthcare organization improve the consumer payment experience, right? This is something that it is really big in the marketplace right now, but how can they, what can they do and how can they improve that experience? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you, John. You know, um, we hear that a lot. I mean, the, the first thing though that we, we need to understand is the con consumer expectation, right? So uh, they expect uh, to be digitally connected to their provider, much in the same way that they live their personal lives with technology. So. Um, there's been a number of studies done on this topic over the past year. And, um, you know, one in particular did a really nice job of summing it up. And it was done by GuideHouse. And uh, uh, this was done late last year. And um, they found that consumers are using the Internet more than ever to make healthcare related searches. So they're Googling um, just like we do in our everyday lives when we're trying to search a topic. And they're doing that uh, for providers to understand, you know, are they choosing the right providers? So. Um, and they're also comparison shopping online, especially now that, uh, you know, we're in the age of, of price transparency. And, and something like 63% said they would choose one provider over another based off their online presence. So it's super important to get this part right. 
Um, and, you know, this wasn't the case five years ago. And uh, it, it's just really important that we understand this. And, you know, a large majority said that they expect their healthcare digital experience to mirror that of retail. And so uh, I think it was like 60%. So think of all the options a consumer has with a re, uh, an online retail experience that, you know, uh, they know how much something's going to cost, right? They're able to Google that. They're, um, they understand all the options they have, you know, and all the options they have to pay. And so, you know, this means that we need to engage them prior to service uh, because they are making these searches. Um, and we need to start that communication and building that trust earlier in the process um, to really be able to drive engagement, which is what the ultimate goal is. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think, um, you know, when I think about the, uh, you know, the experiences out there with Amazon and, and, uh, and Starbucks, right, that, that consumer user experiences is what consumers are expecting and not just expecting of other retail establishments, but across the board. Um, and so I, I agree. I think if, if you're not, um, and not only healthcare, but any industry, but if you're a healthcare provider and you're not thinking about that customer experience digitally and how you can improve that and make it easier, um, you know, it, it, it is a miss. And it's something that uh, we try to talk about all the time in our conversations with our, um, with our healthcare customers, but also all of our customers. So appreciate that perspective, uh, Fred. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, second question I have really is around, you know, in, in what ways can we make it more convenient for a consumer to make a purchase or a payment? Yeah, you know, I think once again, I think we need to look at the consumer's day-to-day -day lives, right? And, and how they use technology. Um, you know, I, you, you mentioned a couple examples. I mean, you know, let's take Uber, you know, for example, look at how disconnected it was to get a taxi before Uber arrived on the scene. You know, the communication was the waving of the hand and looking at the light on the top of the car. Um, you have no idea when someone's going to stop or if they're going to stop and how much it's going to cost. You know, you, you, you know, you don't know when you're going to get to your destination. The method of payment is, is definitely not seamless. And, you know, Uber came on and they really revolutionized that process. You know, you know, you know uh, when the car is going to arrive. You have, uh, you know, how much it's going to cost. Um, you're able to communicate with the driver either through texting or you can call them, and you know when you're going to arrive at your destination. And the payment process is completely seamless. And Uber also has has added created the added advantage of creating brand loyalty because, you know, they're always connected to you. Um, they can communicate with you uh, continuously. Um, you mentioned Amazon. You know. That's another great example. I mean, you know, in our household, you know, we, we go online and, and, and we can buy multiple different items um, and pay once. And, you know, you can have, you know, uh, they provide payment options. They, you can put a card on file and the refunding process is pretty simple. And that's a big problem in healthcare. So when you look at this and you apply it to healthcare, many organizations that we talk to are, are much more fragmented, right? Um, some are not engaging early in pre-service with estimates and, uh, and discussing payment options. And oftentimes uh, they require multiple transactions to pay for what a patient sees is a single experience. So let's say someone goes in and gets their knee replaced. They don't understand all the back office things that are going on. All they know is I got my knee replaced. How much is it going to cost me? 
you know, uh, another example is, you know, I went to the optometrist recently and, and when I went in, I, I needed to get contact. So uh, I had to uh, pay for my copay with one transaction. And then I had to pay a separate transaction to pay for the contacts. And so, you know, this creates frustration with consumers and, and uh, it, it really can impact patient satisfaction scores, which is a big deal right now with, uh, with organization. And so we, we've got to start thinking more like consumers. And learning lessons from other industries like like you you talked about, you know, Amazon, Starbucks, all these that that have been very successful in understanding the importance of engaging a consumer and staying connected with them. That's super important, John. So um, that, that, that's just the way I see that, you know. Yeah, no. And, and that's a great point. I mean, I think the the Uber piece, right, when that came out, right, it, it, it truly revolutionized how people think about this experience and, and, and yes it's kind of made everybody chase them and amazon and starbucks but conceptually that's it when you think about you know the healthcare industry right and how much money and time and manual efforts are you know involved and cost these providers to chase money right to try and get Absolutely. you know payments and try and you know follow-ups and and you know so the more integrated that experience becomes and the more it feels like and Uber-like or Amazon-like, uh, one, the more receptive the customers are going to be, but two, the more efficient that provider is going to be. So yeah, those those are great examples, Fred. Um, exactly. Appreciate you laying that out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the third question is, you know, what's a common mistake providers make when engaging with consumers about what they owe? Yeah. Well, that's a good question too. You know, again, it's it's the disconnected experience, but it, it's also waiting until the bill drops. You know, the the sooner you can engage with a patient in regards to their patient obligation, the more likely they are to pay. Statistics have proven this out. They're three times more likely to pay their bill. So the longer an organization waits to engage, the worse it reflects on the provider. Plus, you minimize the opportunity to provide payment plans that you know will help the financial burden. And you lose the chance to build trust and loyalty. That communication process is so important to happen early in the process. I'll give you a, a great example. So my wife had a, an emergency procedure back in 2020, uh, February. And, um, you know, I get that, you know, we were, it was just before COVID hit, but, you know, we didn't receive any communication from the provider until we received the bill in August, August. And, uh, you know, I'm in this industry. Uh, but my first thought was, you know, they waited this long. I guess, you know, they really aren't in big, any big hurry to get the money, right? You know, so imagine that happening often and the impact it has on, on patient AR days. So it's, it's just crazy. And, it, you know, it really all starts with, you know, planning. You know, you, you need to think about what is my holistic digital payment strategy? And, and a lot of organizations today that we we meet with, they've got fragmented processes that they're thinking through. But, you know, once again, you've got to put yourself in the mind of the consumer and their perception of your organization. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm seeing out there. Got it. Yeah, and you want to know, I, you know, I'm going to share an example too here because, um, you know, I had, uh, I had a procedure, a small little surgery, had a cyst removed uh, from my finger, right? Not a big deal. Um, and that happened in June, yeah. uh, early June. I'm sorry. No, it was April. 
April yeah. was the surgery. They are still sending me regular <laughs> bills to get my payment. And I'm thinking about that experience, right? I walked in, they took my credit card for my upfront payment. And I thought that was great, but it was a manual process. It was a swipe. It was, you know, it didn't feel efficient. And, and they're chasing me. They're spending all this money trying to get me a bill. And all they had to do was send me a link. I'd pay it online and be done, right? And it's that kind of, you know, when I think about it, I'm frustrated for them, but I also don't even want to help them get their money fat. Like it's just- exactly. That, that bothers me. But if they did it, made it easier for me, man, I tell you, they one, they would have got their money way quicker. Two, you know, they wouldn't have had to spend the money to chase me down and send me all this paper stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a simple integrated process. But, you know, and I think about even the upfront kind of process about setting the expectation with the consumer. They didn't with me. And, and, and again, that, that's a miss. And it makes me kind of wonder what's going on in the background. Yeah, they missed the opportunity to build trust with you. That's exactly what happened, right? And so I yep. uh, 100% agree with that. That's that's where we got to get to. Yeah, well, and and I think we can together with yeah. what we offer. So um, great stuff. Um, all right, La- last question that I you know think is is really good for our uh, our customers kind of hear and, and hear a perspective about is you know what are the best ways to engage with consumers post service. Right. We just talked a little bit about right my frustration there, but what's the best way for someone to do that? Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, I hate to beat a dead horse, but I, I think the theme has been, you know, waiting is bad, you know. So uh, but communication needs again needs to start early in the process and 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 meet the consumer's digital expectations. So let's say that a provider has a really solid strategy for pre-service and point of service, and the patient still waits until after the procedure, you know, to pay the bill. Um, however, if we've done this right, right, the financial obligation should not be a surprise, you know, or uh, presenting the methods to pay and all those type things should be consistent. It should not come as a surprise, you know, what they owe. But, you know, some good tactics that, that we've uh, had our clients deploy that work really well is, is, you know, sending out branded emails and text alerts, um, you know, to continue that, cons- that seamless communication after the bill. Um, and, and when we do that, uh, you can click on a link uh, in the message and the consumer is able to view their bill. They can they can pay it in full or they can view and select uh, alternate payment uh, options. But but again, it's 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 leveraging tactics such as these, not at the end, but through the entire process. Um, you know, w- whether you're engaging with the portal or, or, you know, text communication, IVR, which we haven't even talked about, you know. Um, and payment options, you know, you want all that to be consistent from pre-service through post-service, because just like we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, it's all about building trust, much like Uber and Amazon and, and others have done, you know, in our personal lives. And it's, again, it all starts with a strategy, a holistic patient engagement strategy. So uh, again, there, there's a lot of tactics you can use, but it's that, it's that consistent uh, communication and rhythm that you engage with that client through that entire journey that that's, that's really important. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I, I think, you know, one other thing maybe you can talk a little bit about, right. Is, you know, when we talk to these healthcare providers, their concern, right. Is, you know, how to connect all of these things. Sure. Right. And, and so, you know, maybe just talk a second about that because I think, you know, from a healthcare provider perspective, right. They need to feel, comfortable that the process that they would like, right, is one that, that can be delivered digitally, which is what you guys p- 
provide. Yeah. And the backside of that is a much smoother customer experience. So maybe just kind yeah. of highlight that piece for people. Absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, we, we need to really meet individually with each client to really understand where they are today um, in their process. And that's something that, that we offer up. We've actually done a number of uh, uh, whiteboard sessions with organizations because it is a lot to consider. You, you know, you got to think about, you know, your, your pre-service, point of service, post-service, retail, cash management, other billing, all those type things that, you know, how can I integrate all that together so that it's, it's working as one? Um, and we've done a number of whiteboard sessions with organizations uh, where they bring their team together. Uh, and w- uh, the output is, is really an agnostic business case that's tailored to the organization's unique needs. So uh, one of the nice things about our platform is, is um, we have uh, open APIs and, you know, we can integrate with um, pretty much any host system. So um, that's not an issue, but really understanding how to build that out uh, agnostically is something that we provide. And then obviously we, we want to show you what we got, right? So uh, after we've, we've, we've sat down together and kind of built that out um, and understand exactly where the gaps are, where the opportunities for growth uh, are for the organization, then you know uh, we'll share with you that business case and then share with you what we can bring to the table jointly with uh, with our partners here at FiveServe, with you guys, um, to be able to uh, drive something really unique for an organization. We think we do bring something very unique to the table, very different from anyone else. And we think ex- definitely partnered uh, with you guys, it makes a huge difference. So, Yeah, that, and, and I agree, Fred. I think, you know, when, when I'm in discussions with healthcare providers, right, and I'm trying to talk about you know, all the great things that we talked about, which is customer experience, right? Focusing on making it an easier customer experience. You know, the first concern is like, how do we integrate these processes and what they need to feel comfortable with is that, you know, that's why we're in partnership with you guys is that this is such a great end-to-end solution that integrates all the aspects of the, you know, the patient experience and the provider systems to help make it that kind of customer experience. And so that's what I'm excited about what the solution does. But I, you know, I really hope that people got a pretty good sense of why it's important to kind of focus around that customer experience and how to deliver that, how to provide choice to an individual consumer about how to pay, what types of payments and make that easier. Um, So I think you've laid that out really, really well here. Um, but I wanted to make the point that the providers really need to understand that this does integrate very well and easily with kind of their systems today. So, um, yeah, yeah. well, Fred, look, I really, really appreciate your time. Um, thank you to you. Thank you to HealthPay24, who's an outstanding partner for us. Um, we're excited about bringing this, you know, series and hopefully helping educate, um, you know, our customers and our potential customers. Um, please, uh, everyone, join us for uh, next month for our final part in our series. Hopefully, you, you caught the first part and uh, hopefully enjoy the second one. But our third uh, third part of our series is where we're going to discuss kind of the retail side of the HP24 platform and how it helps customers uh, on their journey. So, um, real excited about that, but thank you again, Fred, for joining us and, uh, hopefully, uh, everyone really, uh, enjoyed this discussion. So thanks again, Fred. Thanks, John. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. You got it.